This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I am your co-host, Tom Bilyeu. I am here with my wife and bestest of best friends. Hey, Lisa what's up, Best is the best. BFF for Schwazy. Oh, thank you, baby. You're yeah, my best friend 100%. too. Really it's are. Absolutely true. Mm. Um, all right, let's get into it. Guys, if you have any questions, you're welcome to submit anonymously also if you like, but send them to connect at impacttheory.com and we will answer them here. Um, all right, without further ado, let's dig in. All right, this is from Sunny Gandhi. Hey guys, my wife is suffering from anxiety because of something happening at work. I'm trying my best to make her feel relaxed and make her feel important. I told her that she could quit her job and find something else that she likes if she wants, but she doesn't want the financial burden to go on me. Do you have any issue, uh, sorry, do you have any ideas how can I make her feel more comfortable and something else I can do in such situation? So first of all, there's nothing that can be done that will be as powerful as her doing the work. So she's gonna have to build in a meditative practice, really reconceptualize what it is that's going on that's causing the anxiety and dealing with that I think is super, super important. And I'll go more into that in a second, but the alternate option is also if it really is just a gnarly situation and she can get out of it, then she probably should. Now, the only reason that I don't give that equal weight is it's entirely possible that whatever problem is really causing the anxiety is going to follow her from job to job to job and it's really a her thing and not the job thing mm. um, but there is certainly scenarios where it's the job and so getting out of the job would be very very wise going back to the first thing so the it has been said and i think this is really smart that anxiety is born over obsessing over a future that hasn't happened so it's all the ways in which something is going to play out so somebody is doing something to her that creates this um, problem for her and she now starts worrying about it and thinking about it and, oh god this is going to be a problem a problem a problem when in reality it is probably something that could be dealt with in a relatively straightforward way um, without having to build this like, oh God, something's gonna go wrong. Like, what's really gonna go wrong? Especially if your husband is saying, hey, we will create that space for you to find another job. Then the reality is, it's not like it's going to, I can't imagine, lead to a physical confrontation. And if it is, get out of the job immediately. 
And if it's not going to lead to that, and there isn't the real fear of losing the job, because while it won't be fun, it's probably way better than dealing with escalating anxiety. In fact, I will tell you right now, whatever financial stresses you're gonna have will pale in comparison, because you will go find another job, will pale in comparison to the ever escalating cycle of anxiety that will end up robbing you of your ability to enjoy your own life. I know, because I did it, and had I, known then what I know now, I would have gotten out of the situation much faster. And by gotten out, I mean I would have stopped being afraid of losing something. Mm. And that would allow me to just address it head on and then have gotten to a better place. So, And then you need to do a meditative practice and really be um, learning to get out of the sympathetic nervous system into the parasympathetic nervous system. I cannot stress that enough. In fact, don't tell my wife, but this is a big problem that I have with her is she literally is not taking seriously enough um, continuing to practice and get good at meditation and recognizing that it, this is a one-way street where it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse until she cuts out some of the things that she's working on or whatever. Um, and so that can be nerve-wracking as a partner. So let your wife know that I agree. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> tell her. Um, and yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I completely know you're right. Um, I want to argue and push back, but ultimately that doesn't help me. And um, so I totally know. And I think part of my frustration is, is that I'm not very good at meditating, but I totally get that's the worst reason to stop because it's like going to the gym, right? It's you want to build muscle, you want to have a great physique um, and you're, you know, lifting five pound weight. And you're like, well, this isn't working, right? That doesn't make sense. You ha it's the long-term effects and keep at it to learn. So I totally know where you're going there. Um, and I have felt that, um, you've been, actually been very sweet. I just know you so well that I am sensing that, you know, you are thinking that like, hey, you just need to keep at it. But you're being very sweet to not try and put the pressure on me because I've got so much on my plate already. Um, and so that was a very strategic and great way to bring it up. So I hope everyone listening can actually <laughs> like that is a perfect strategy. Right. Like, And I see it, but um, I respect it because the time that is a great time to do it, right? My guard is down right now. I'm super open to being chit-chatty. I'm not in the midst of like absolute agony. Right. Um, a bit of agony, but not absolute agony. So I'm not, that's always the worst time for you to approach me. And I think that that's one thing that we always talk about as well is when is a good time to talk about things and bring things up? Because I want to always be open to your advice and your suggestions, but sometimes um, I know that I'm not. And so I just articulate that to you, right? Like it's not a good time to give me solutions, especially when it's like, but you're not doing this, right? That's always like the negative, but I need to hear it. But saying that when I'm really hunched over in pain isn't the great time. I don't respond well to it. So I think that's part of one thing that we've learned about each other. So well done, Mr. Billu. My hat off to you for bringing that up in this. Um, and then I think everything you just said is absolutely right. The one other thing is, I don't know why I get this feeling, but I don't know. Part of me kind of thinks that the financial burden isn't necessarily the only reason. Um, I don't know. And look, maybe I'm just projecting myself onto this, but like, I, what, like, does she have a, 
um, emotional connection to feeling like she's failed or like feeling like she's even letting her partner down. Um, so I don't know if there's an emotional component here that I think that if there is like they should just discuss that. Mm. If it really is just the financial burden, then I my best advice is what me and you did, right? When we were like, you're unhappy, you were miserable at your job, and but you were bringing in good money. It was the first time you were making six figures and so we had changed our lifestyle to kind of adapt to the money you were bringing in. But seeing you were unhappy, the first thing I did was like, all right, well, what do we have to do so that we know if you quit or if you, you know, change your money coming in and you would earning half, which actually is ended up what we did at Quest, like you were earning half the amount. A little less. A little yeah. less than half, yeah, actually, you're right. We just said, okay, sit down and let's go over every single penny we spend and then change our lifestyle so that we can now live off the less money. Because seeing you unhappy was something I wasn't willing to trade for any money. So if that really is the issue with them, I would say do that. Sit down and go, look, I love you so much, babe. I want us to figure this out. Please do not feel like it's a financial burden. This is something I want to encourage. Let her know that you encourage it. And then sit down and get really specific about how you then change your financial situation so it doesn't become a burden or a stress on you or her. Or even just start looking for another job right now, Mm. like actively. Yeah. So if you're not willing to leave until you have another job, fair enough, but start actively looking right now. Yeah, that's true. Have like that backup plan. Well, not even the backup plan, but. Um, all right, so next question. This is from Anna Maggie Harrop. Hey, Tom and Lisa, my spouse has recently been diagnosed with a debilitating health condition. It is heartbreaking to watch her go through emotional and physical pain every day. In what ways do you support each other when things get tough? I love this question so much because obviously we can relate tremendously. Mm. Um, Do you want to give an opinion on the person who's the healthy one? Yeah, so one, just to, to say that again, which is, man, I so understand this, and this is, um, it isn't easy on either side of the equation, and it's very okay for them to be a little heartbroken about that seeing the person struggle and the helplessness that you feel, it really does suck. Um, the other thing is, and this is really, really hard, but trying to be solution oriented. I think that there is always something that can be done and it was very empowering for me to say, I'm gonna start researching this, I'm gonna start understanding this, I'm gonna try to at least get to the point where I can't be bamboozled so that I'll know good advice when I hear it. It may not be the right advice because everybody a lot of times with you know something that is considered um, either uh, a degenerative disease that there's no way of reversing or whatever, um, that it's not like, oh, we can completely unwind this and it certainly isn't gonna be easy if the current state of medicine is to say that this is just a one-way street, but there is always, and I mean always, things that you can do to make it better and I'll say even significantly better. Mm -hmm. So just to give the craziest example, let's say that somebody has terminal cancer, they are going to die and they're in pain. There are still things like MDMA and psilocybin where people, like the the studies that are coming out now about the way that people find meaning in their suffering at end of life and that at least being able to um, get some deep sense of meaning and fulfillment out of whatever time that they have remaining. Like, and I'm using that example because it is so extreme, but I'm just saying, if you haven't gone all the way to that, to finding a therapist that can, you know, walk you through something that 
sort of outside the realm of the norm that you, you definitely have not exhausted your um, possibilities. And for me as the quote unquote healthy person, feeling like I can do something it really, really helps. Now, even before you express that to the other person, that may be what you're doing sort of in your quiet time, but in terms of making sure that your relationship with that person is awesome and that you're actually being supportive, you want to make sure that you're leading with just empathy and compassion and listening and not trying to be solution oriented. So it's like I had to secretly go into like, I'm going to fucking figure this out. Like that was important for me to be able to deal with what you're going through because I could not sit in a place of helplessness. And then the only alternative you have, it's like either I can wallow in my helplessness or I can divorce myself from it and say, well, there's nothing I can do. Neither of those seem like a good solution because you're going to feel, if I've just divorced myself, you're going to feel like, wow, I'm dealing with this all alone, which is a really horrible feeling. And so there, those are like sort of the two bookends. And then the, the thing in the middle, which will not be satisfying for them at all, but the thing in the middle that is the must and it should be the biggest thing that you lean on is the compassion and the being there for them and the holding them while they, whatever their like version of suffering is, um, whether it's holding them while they cry, whether it's, um, you know, seeing them do bad behaviors and not being judgmental. Like the reason that I don't often bring up that, hey, you really need to focus on the meditation is it's just another stressor for you. And so it's like, it gets you, it can be a very difficult position to be in. And yet they need to remember that to be compassionate and just to be connected and, um, I would write, like when I think about, okay, well, let's say that by you ignoring me that you continue to suffer forever or alternatively, I push you so hard that I alienate you. Like I would rather be compassionate for you forever and you, um, continue to go through it even though I could by alienating you and, you know, maybe really damaging our relationship, I could finally get you to, you know, really focus on what you had to do. Um, or I can try to be more strategic, pick my moments. It, even though it's slower and sometimes I do question whether I'm doing the right thing by not just fucking putting the hammer down, um, compassion seems like the, the right answer. Yeah. And, um, the one thing I think that has helped us, so for anyone listening, maybe for the first time, I've been suffering with microbiome issues for, um, over three yeah, years, like three now. And a half years now. It was July, so it was oh, it's, so just, so over, just three. over three years. Um, and there have been moments where I can't eat, I can't stand up. I mean, even last night I had to put a cold towel on my stomach because my digestion was like, like my cramping and it was so painful I couldn't even stand up. And it, it's been three years of that on and off. And um, the one thing that I think we've got really good at is communicating what we both need. And even me being the sick one that, you know, there are days where like even today, like I haven't eaten, um, you know, for God knows how long now, but the communication that we've developed, because I don't think of this as being just me being sick and you're along for the ride, like, or you're just watching as a bystander. I think everything in our relationship, whether it's career, personal, like emotional um, growth, like whatever we're doing, like I think of us as a team. And I've 
really thought of this situation as being like, this isn't just me going through it, you're going through it too. Now you're not feeling the, the pain, but you're having to adjust your lifestyle. You're having to adjust things like, you know, we've booked to go out for dinner many times and I've had to cancel last minute. Or, you know, you, um, you, know, you love poking me in the, the, the side as like a tease or throwing me on the bed and like things like that you can't do anymore just because it hurts. And so you've had to adapt too. So for me, the biggest thing was recognizing that it wasn't just about me. So when you give suggestions, I really do respect them because I think, you know what, I need to do it because I owe it to both of us. I owe doing the meditation to the both of us. Now, the problem is, is both of us, um, but the problem is, is that there are times that I just don't, um, I can't take the input, the suggestions in because my emotions are too heightened. So I've been very open with you about that and communicative about that. Um, you know, we got off the phone to the doctor, um, when was it, a couple of weeks ago, and he basically, in my opinion, gave me terrible news in the what I have to change, right? He said, work out less, which is something I love. He said, work less, which is something I love. And he said, drink coffee less, which is something I love. So in that moment, having dealt with being sick for three years, I was just pissed. And I was like, and you were immediately like, this is great news because you're thinking this is, could possibly be a solution, which is fantastic. But for me, the emotion overwhelmed me. And so communicating with you, babe, I, I can't hear this right, right now. Give me an hour. I think I even said that to you. I was like, just give me an hour. I want an hour to be just freaking pissed that I've been dealing with this for three years and now I still, I still have to remove and change things that I have found solace in over these three years. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna do it because that I then get back into that, right? I owe it to you, I owe it to me, I owe it to our relationship and just my, my longevity of wanting to live as long as you do. Um, so I just needed that time. So um, yeah, as a supportive person, to come, coming back to this question, you have been great at recognizing the moments to say things, right? Being supportive, being empathetic, being understanding, but not switching off because I don't want you to. Like sometimes I'm just like, help. Like I just need a solution, help. And even if we can't find it, the fact that you're in it and helping me try to find a solution makes me feel emotionally supported. So that's really important too. Um, and another thing that you do, I have found immense um, help. Like for instance, yesterday, there's nothing you can do, right? There's, you, I just have to lie there and wait for my digestion and my stomach to not be inflamed. And so that just takes time. But you just check in with me. You're just like, is there anything I can get you, babe? Do you want a massage? Is there anything you need? Do you want me to go get you a drink? Are you hungry? Like, even though everything was no, 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 the fact that you ask just emotionally makes me feel like I'm not alone. So that, you, you know, you've been great at that. And I think over time, we've really found our um, great balance on how to navigate this. But you haven't given up on me, and that's important too. Because mm -hmm. if you'd given up, I think I would feel, yeah, alone. And then, you know, obviously that then affects our relationship as a whole. Um, all right, we've got someone, would you rather? Let's do one. All right, would you rather have a partner who doesn't understand your emotions, uh, sorry, your emotional needs, or doesn't understand your physical needs? emotional oh no sorry would you rather i'd rather have someone that doesn't understand my physical needs sorry mm. i was thinking emotional needs are is what i need you to understand yeah there's no question you're the same yeah, yeah. cool all right would you rather have a partner with annoying food habits <laughs> or annoying workout <laughs> habits are you trying to say something well by michelle <laughs> so michelle who writes these i i, I, fi I figure she's trying to like say something here 
<laughs> do I have bad food or annoying food habits or workout habits? Um, oh, would I rather? I think that... Uh, Depends what you mean by annoying. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that I have enough. Which of your... Fussy? Yeah, I think your, um, your workout habits worry me a lot more than your food habits. So what... So, okay, so worry for you. Yeah, it's... which I know I'm totally derailing from a would you rather, but like going to... Um, what concerns me the most. Yeah. So, and here's the really bad news. It really hit me the other, we've been together for a long time and it really hit me the other day. You were really struggling the day before. You were super emotional. You were just in a bad place and it was your day off from the gym. And then the hmm. next day, we, were, we happened to be working out at the same time and you were like shaking your ass, like wiggling it in front of me and stuff. And I thought... Like, I'm in a bad mood in the gym. I don't like working out. Like, the, you seem like an alien species to me when you're in the gym trying to be playful. Because I'm like, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? So the last thing on my mind in the gym is sex or anything sexual or sexy or fun or playful. It is entirely, I'm trying to wrap this shit up. And so I thought, oh my God. Like, she, the neurochemistry for you, the change when you work out, but it's a problem. And so I feel like my spouse has a drug addiction. Oh, she's in a way better mood when she's on coke. Like, let there be no mistake. But she's on fucking coke. And so that's part of what's causing the problem. So it's like, well, you're more fun to be around when you're high. But, like, you can't be high forever. So it's, I don't know what to do with that. Mm, that's so interesting. the food thing, whatever. But the fact that you the thing that is getting you in trouble is the thing that puts you in the best mood. All right, so let's go down that rabbit hole a little because I'm sure people listening can relate to that type of situation where it's like you see someone happy doing something but you don't necessarily think it's good for them. Yes. What do you do? I mean, I literally every day I oscillate. Like I don't know how hard to push because you, you, you're in a place where you don't need stress. But like, hey, as a like, full disclosure warning... We're about to go on vacation. If you're not vacationing, I'm going to have a real problem. And well, so go back to that, though, because I, the one thing I actually really get excited about on vacation is the, new, the gym. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's new. And yeah. sometimes you're looking at the ocean, and yeah. it's so serene, and I love it. And it's like, mm -hmm. what's this equipment? And it makes me so happy. Yeah, and when someone doesn't have like self-preservation, it's such a wind-up. It's like, we're going on vacation. You need to relax. Like, you need to... And my whole thing is, then it doesn't get done. Because I know what you're going to say. Well, it has to be done. I can't let them down. Yes, you fucking can. And if you're going to drive yourself into a negative health space, it doesn't make sense. Like, it's not sustainable. It's like people that sleep two hours a night and they just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. It's like, at what point do you recognize it's making your life miserable, you're far less effective, and if you would just stop for like, Two months, three months, six months, it's, it's not going to be a year. It's not going to be two years. And I get it. It's like it's going to suck that whole time. I, I literally don't understand. And because now we're getting to the point where I'm like, you really will die sooner than me. 100% right now, if you keep acting the way that you're acting, you will die sooner than me. Because you don't think that I've done what the doctor has said? A thousand percent you haven't I done have. what the doctor says. What haven't I done? No. Like, you're I not work out relaxing. less. Also, what, and here, you're like, meditating. oh, I'm, I'm adhering to the letter of the yeah, law. Yeah, you're right, I am. But the spirit of the law is you need to relax. Mm, and like, I see it. Now, full disclosure, and I'm so using this episode as like therapy. <laughs> uh, on Mondays, 
Like you'll be cash money on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And then Monday, you, you are a different human being Monday morning. Because all of the like, I have to do this, mode, just yeah. like comes crashing back on you. And if you can't tell that that click over that you do in your head into mm. that work mode, it is the problem. Mm. It is the very problem. You've been so good on your diet, I'm telling you this isn't a diet thing anymore. Yeah. And that's why you'll be fine for days and days and days and then boom, it hits. Yeah. So I, I believe to the core of my being, your problem is, and we know this about you, you are terrible with stress. And so, great, you're so good at everything else. You're so powerful and so talented and so amazing. Like, and you conflate not being good with stress with being weak, and it just isn't that. That would be like me thinking that I'm dumb because I'm not good at logistics. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Or me, I'm dumb because I have anxiety. I have anxiety, it is what it is. And so now I have to deal with the fact that I'm prone to anxiety. My mom is prone to anxiety. I am prone to anxiety. So I can either be really annoyed at the fact that I'm prone to anxiety or I can fucking deal with it. And I didn't deal with it for years because it felt like a weakness. I didn't even want you to know. I hid it from you. It was making it all worse. And so it's like you, you have got to let go of the fact that not having a high threshold for stress doesn't make you bad, worse, less than anything. It's just, oh, that's a reality of who you are. You have an insane threshold for pain, cool. But you have a low ability to deal with stress, cool. It is what it is. So as soon as you really recognize that shift from Sunday to Monday and that that shift is why you're having problems, I really believe your life will. Change. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I really do see the shift because I recently, and I, I feel like, and this is actually is really good for us to talk about on air because um, I feel like I'm making so much pro. Like, okay, the doctor told me to do this. I did it, right? I've reduced my workload. I drink less coffee. Like, I take days off from the gym. I take days off of drinking coffee now. Um, I haven't got quite to the meditation like consistently. Um, so I do feel like yes, I'm doing things and this is where it, I struggle because I do want sometimes a pat on the back but because you're like but you're not doing everything I feel like oh sh- it isn't quite that can I interrupt yeah, I go, feel so no, bad go, interrupting go, I need to touch you go, go, go. <laughs> um, here's the problem you resent taking days off from the gym yeah you mope around the house on oh, days you mope yeah what do you mean 100%. I mope what do you mean you're, Think about what you're like on the I'm days you get to a workout. My, my energy changes, but your actually when I say, changes. I feel like this really is a therapy session right 100%. now. Your, um, your vibe yeah, changes. I, I'll take back mope if that doesn't hit you right. Because here's the thing, I mean, it's a different emotion. I'm in the gym, I'm working out, I'm listening to like cool ass music, I get myself revved up and so I'm singing. But when I take days off, I cuddle the babies, I sit by the pool. So my energy for sure is different. You. You seem sad. Interesting. Yeah, I'm a little because I'm not going to the yes. working out. Okay, now, right. now what I'm trying to get to is you can cultivate at any time any mindset. So when I see you, you naturally go a little bit like this is just not a cool day, right? And, and you lean slightly into that. So the days where you're not working out, you're not in a positive, playful, fun calm, creative space, mm-hmm. which is where you need to get to. If you really want to like get the 
the mind state to positively affect sure. your microbiome. Like mm-hmm. it's got to be like this is a good day. This is a fun day. This is a day for me where I can do anything I want except work out. And, and drink coffee. Right. And work. Right. And those are the things that you start thinking about. Sure. Like the things that I really love, I can't do. Right. And I deserve a pat on the back for not doing this. And I, I so understand. I so understand. But doing that is going to stop you from ever getting where you want to be. And so you're going to be like, it's not working. But it's not working because that playful, light, fun energy mm, that you have on the fair. days that you work out, you don't have on the days when you're chilling. So if it was like, if you flipped a switch and was like, all I want to do right now is cuddle my babies. Like this, this is the most, I'm grateful for the fact that I get to cuddle my babies. Okay. Yeah. Like that would be a whole different thing. Wow, that was... <laughs> I, I want to stop there because I don't want to harangue I No, and here's the thing. I, I'm not sure if our audience likes these types of episodes. Right now, we... I don't care. This is so powerful. Wow. And if they're really paying attention, this, this is how we really talk yeah. in real life. Like when I say look for those moments where your partner's guard is down and they're actually receptive mm-hmm. to hearing you, like this is that moment for whatever reason. It was just served up. Um, but off camera, this is one of the most like this is what we're really like. In fact, when you're there's right. No this camera is, yeah, and nothing recording. Like yeah. this is how we actually talk. Yeah. And so, if people really want to learn, like this is that moment. And what I really, really hope. Oh God, this is one of the bad times where there's no camera. There is a camera. You're yeah, but this is the, only for clips. Oh. You are so open right now, and the person that deserves the credit in this moment is you. Because when you can allow yourself, I can tell just from your vibe, your demeanor, everything, like you're really hearing this and really thinking about it. And that is the hard part. And go ahead. I was going to say, but can I tell you also another reason why? Um, my guard is down, but a big thing is I've, the last few days have been a freaking nightmare for me. And I've been in absolute agony. And... I do get to the point where I'm fucking fed up. Like, I even just said that to you. Like, I'm just, I just need to, like, I'm fucking fed up. Doesn't mean I'm not going to keep going. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to keep my eye on the prize. Doesn't mean I'm not going to try new things. But, like, last night I was just freaking fed up. And if you had brought this up yesterday, I would have pushed back for sure. Because it's like, I'm fucking in agony and you're trying to, like, change me. Like, it's not the right time. But choosing the right time going back to what you're saying in this moment where i've woken up today we're going on vacation today i've got a shit ton to do but we're going on vacation um and so there's a different emotion that i'm feeling especially with you like i'm excited i look at you like oh my god babe not so long we're gonna be by the pool um so timing just i just want to kind of confirm that you're 100 percent right that timing does make a difference and that you saying this exact same thing yesterday would not have got through to me at all so, and I know that you kind of know that now. In no uncertain terms. Yeah. Um, and then, so I'm just going to keep going down this route for a second. Um, things like, for instance, me going on vacation, you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, working out, I should say. The one thing that I would find difficult, and again, this is just like me being very transparent that we, how we would normally talk, is if you went to the gym. Homie? If you said, I want you to not go to the gym, will you, because if I can't go, I'd rather you didn't go, do you think I would push back even in the slightest? Do no. you? Uh, oh, oh, please, go, 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 would okay. I? Let me think about this. <laughs> Take all the time you need. 
Mm, now, no, you wouldn't. But I think once upon a time you would. When you were like really hardcore into your fitness game. Ten years ago, yeah. I would have. It's funny how sure. things stick with you. Yep. Like there was a time where I was, I was total bigorexic. Yeah, because you were... I wouldn't take days off from the gym. I was working out six days a week. I was driving over 30 minutes to get to the gym. Right. A thousand yeah. percent. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. But now, if you said, hey, it would make me feel even marginally better if you didn't take, if you didn't go to the gym, no problem. But then what do we do about work? Because the same situation as work, you've got stuff to do while we're gone. Yes. And I know you do. So, like, if I've got stuff to do, but you're doing it and you're like, you shouldn't, I don't like that. And we can talk about that because, look, you getting better is so important to me that to show you that I hope that you and I, like the business never comes into conflict, but I want to be abundantly clear. If some magical scenario ever happens where I have to choose you or the business, I choose you. Like it's, that's not hard. So if you're telling me, hey, for whatever reason, this vacation, I just, I need to, it's going to make me feel bad, whatever, I really want this downtime, then downtime you shall have. Now, full disclosure, I, there, I hope are ways where I can get the things done because they don't affect me negatively. A, B, I've, I haven't had this much fun in my life in a very long time. So you'd be asking me to do something that doesn't negatively impact me and is fucking insanely fun for me. And then obviously from a business case scenario, hey, we can keep it moving. But if we can't get there and that's what you need, then a thousand percent. Here's the thing though, I say that, but the truth is I wouldn't actually ask that of you. Um, If you were working too much, I would, but here's the reality. And this is actually just, I guess, hopefully good relationship advice. Me and you have agreed on what our goal is in life. And we've agreed on what we're doing with this company and where we're putting all our money and what we're trying to accomplish. And I feel like if I said to you, don't work, that I'm going back on my my agreement that we want to build the studio. So while you're away, I know you've got big deadlines to meet. And so I want to be actually really understanding about that. I just, I'm not sure how I'm going to navigate it when I'm away and there's things that I really want to do work related. Like I'm passionate to do. Um, But then if you perceive that as like, I'm not taking care of myself and that means that I don't care about our relationship or our dynamic or getting better for both of us, then I think I'd struggle with that. So I don't really know what I I need to do. And this sort of thing, I think being candid up front is actually very useful. So as another tip, like have this discussion before you're in it, because I, you know, there's things that I'm concerned about, but we'll deal with when we're there. So, um, yeah, for me, I think it will be right now is seeing how I feel when we're on vacation. But look, you've got deadlines. I would never ask you to not to not hit your deadlines and that's purely a for your standpoint and then b selfishly i know that we need to hit these deadlines for us to actually build the studio we want to build so the reality of the situation versus how i'm emotionally feeling may come into conflict when we're away and i'll deal with that then and i'll be just as open and honest and communicative if and when that happens word so, well, we went on such a tangent. I didn't even know if we had any would you rathers. But again, like hopefully that I'd love to hear from people. In fact, guys, if you don't mind, write in to connect at impacttheory.com and let me know if this episode actually was um, a great one or not. Or you can ping either of us. Oh, Lisa at, yeah. at Lisa Bilyeu on yeah. Instagram is where you're active. Yeah. And then at Tom Bilyeu, uh across pretty much all social platforms. But IG is probably my primary. Yeah. Uh, and you can let us know what you thought of today's 
very um, unfiltered conversation, that mm. would be amazing. And if this is adding value to you and you in any way, shape, or form want to um, show us a little love, going to your podcast app of choice and subscribing makes a huge difference. We are really trying to climb up those ranks and that allows us to reach more people and it would help us tremendously if you guys would do that for us. So Yeah, absolutely. And rate and review as well would be amazing. Word. Subscribing first, primary <laughs> poll position. I know, we're but, not supposed uh, to throw a bunch of already, things to people. Yeah, if you've already subbed, then that would be great. All right, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. <laughs> and until next time, my friends, be legendary. Bye, and we'll have a great vacation. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, rate and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about right now, building this community as big as we can to help as many people as we can deliver as much value as possible. And you guys rating and reviewing really helps with that. All right, guys, thank you again so much. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care.